I'm Brianna. I'm Sarah. And we are the, the Squad, Squad Ghouls. Just a couple of creepy gals that love creepy things. Yeah, and naps. <laughs> naps and snacks. Naps and snacks. You don't ever want to meet us when we're hangry. Mm-mm. Or worst off, don't tell me that there's going to be snacks somewhere and then not <laughs> deliver on the snacks. Yeah. And also, because that's not right. No, it's not. It's very mean. Get very grumpy. <laughs> and it's, I, I'm already a fairly grumpy person in general. I think I'm just very disillusioned by life at a young age. <laughs> so don't, don't give me more of a reason to be, cra- to be cranky. Yeah. Exactly. Ooh, should we get into our Halloween jokes? Yes, to get out of the crankiness. Yeah, man. Right. <laughs> crankiness Halloween of the week. jokes and coffee. <laughs> and tea. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's no whiskey in it this week. Oh fuck, that's my problem. Oh. I should I should pause it and go put whiskey in it. No, yep. never mind. Okay, first jokes. <laughs> first jokes and then whiskey. Jokes and then whiskey. <laughs> um I have a pretty cool joke. Do it. Okay. What did the vampire say to the ghost at the Halloween party? I don't know, Brie. What did he say? Hey, why don't you live a little? It's fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was 2020 appropriate. (laughs) Couldn't help myself. That was a good one. (laughs) That is. I have one that's not as good, but it's cute. Okay. What does an evil hen lay? I don't know. What? Deviled eggs. Oh, those are my favorite. <laughs> um, Just in general. Side note, I found a recipe for vegan deviled eggs. What? And I made them. And I'm going to have to modify it a little bit because okay. it was too salty. Mm. Um, but there's this agar agar powder that doesn't have... It's like uh, vegetable gelatin, basically. Oh. So you use that with almond milk to make your uh, egg whites... Okay. And you, you put them in a little mold and they they become really gelatinous and you let them sit. Then you take a little melon baller and carve out a little hole for your vegan yolk. Okay. And then you do uh, mustard, tofu, uh, paprika. And there's this salt called Indian black salt that mm-hmm. smells like sulfur. Oh. And it gives your, your yolk that kind of sulfury egg-like texture. Excuse me. Bless you. <laughs> Sorry. Like, I'm sneezing at sulfur. It's, it was windy all day today. <laughs> for those that are not native to Southern California, for our um, listeners in other states and for our listeners abroad, we have these really awful winds in Southern California called Santa Ana's. Yeah, it's terrible. It gets hot, it gets dry and windy, and then no one can breathe. Yeah. It's terrible. Like me right now. Yep. Damn. <laughs> Should we get into our booze news? Yes. Booze news. Booze news. So I got some interesting things coming up. Okay. So okay. the CW is developing a show called Slay. I can get Ooh. into this. <laughs> um, it's a supernatural drama and it is executive produced by Oscar and Emmy winner Regina King. Oh, no way. Yeah. Okay. And also, what's really cool is that her sister, Raina King, I love that, Regina and Raina. Uh, I mean, I just how, want to point that out. how perfect. <laughs> um, she is uh, going to also executive produce, and they actually have a comp- company together uh, called Royal Ties Productions. Totally makes sense, though. Yes. I like it. <laughs> but uh, Deadline uh, reported that Slay centers on Carson Jones, a bold, witty teenager with Afro puffs, leather boots, 70s cool, and thanks to her mother's ancient African bloodline, supernatural gifts, and the responsibility to use them to protect Virginia's historic triangle, one of the most haunted areas in the country from the forces of darkness. Interesting. It sounds kind of cool. I think I'm kind of here for this. Yeah, man. Sounds interesting. Mm -hmm. Also, there's going to be a psychological horror movie developed called Dollhouse from STX Films, or is it Sticks? 
I don't know. I don't know. I always said STX. Anyway, and uh, 21 laps. uh, And they've actually brought on board now Selena Gomez. And she's actually going to uh, produce the film as well. Hmm. So it's, uh, and Michael Paisley uh, wrote Dollhouse, and he said that it's set in the upper echelon of New York City's fashion scene. And supposedly the film is so far uh, been compared to Black Swan. Oh, interesting. So fashion, Black Swan, okay. Cut, I'm, I'm here cut for Cutthroat models. Mm-hmm. I mean, that sounds like the regular world. <laughs> pretty much <laughs> i'm sure pretty the, much I'm, I'm sure the model scene is scary <laughs> seriously i just love that um one part of the devil wears prada where anne hathaway starts getting kind of snippy with stanley tucci's character and he looks at her and goes don't make me feed you to the models <laughs> <laughs> he's right they're scary <laughs> <laughs> And also, you know, my favorite, because, you know, I love me some drag queens, Mm -hmm. especially spooky ones. So Shudder just released the trailer for the Boulay Brothers Dragula Resurrection. Mm. I can't wait. (laughs) Um, So it'll be on Shudder and then also the AMC Plus uh, bundle. And it's going to start Tuesday, October 20th. So when this airs, the it'll air before this comes out. Yes, it'll yes. air the day before. Yes. <laughs> but you can watch it. Yes. And so it's hosted and judged by the series creators, the Boulay Brothers. And it's a Halloween-themed competition. And basically, it's going to be competitors from uh, all three seasons of the show. And they're going to return to compete. Uh, against one another so they're picking different people from each of the seasons and the winner of the competition will be resurrected and will return to compete in the upcoming boulet brothers dragula season four as a main competitor Mm. and they will also walk away with twenty thousand dollars do you remember when the first season of rupaul's drag race the cash prize was ten thousand dollars yep and now I think every contestant gets that just for being on the show. <laughs> Pretty much. And then the longer they're on, the more money they make. <laughs> hey, but you know what? The the Boulay brothers, they're stepping up there. Definitely. Like, I feel like the cash prize is going to get really big. Well, the season three production value was 9,000 times yes. better than season one and about 4,500 times better than season two. Yep. I was just so thankful because season one was really hard to get through. But also... Land Insider. Well, I mean, <laughs> I've loved Land Insider since seeing him at Hamburger Mary's. Right. As a regular. So great. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited to see what this competition is going to be like. And then, and then of course, when season four comes, I will probably talk about that just because <laughs> drag queens. Oh, yes. Spooky drag queens. Yes. <laughs> so over a year ago, it was reported that James Wan was producing the pilot episode of a potential I Know What You Did Last Summer television series for Amazon. Oh. And it's official. Amazon has ordered the project to series. Oh, amazing. Mm-hmm. So it's reported that Sarah Goodman from Preacher and Gossip Girl is writing and executive producing the series for Amazon Studios and Sony Pictures TV. And the show will share a premise with the movie in which a group of teenagers is stalked by a killer a year after the fatal accident on their graduation night. But they'll put a modern spin on it. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean... I mean, I was okay with just the one movie. Well, and... Um, <laughs> just to be honest. <laughs> well, yeah, and then the I think the second one had... The second one had Brandy in it, right? Yeah, and she lived, so it's yeah, cool. Yeah, and, and she lived. Her boyfriend didn't, but nope, she did. Sure didn't. Uh, and then the main killer was Ben, the guy that they actually killed on graduation was his kid. Yep. Yeah, I wasn't uh, super stoked on that yeah. hot twist. I was like, <sighs> I was just tired. <sighs> yeah. Um, this one's really exciting. I have already bought my virtual ticket for this. So on October 30th at 8 p.m. Eastern time, so 5 p.m. Pacific time for us, okay. um, 
And unfortunately, I'm going to have to watch it from my phone because we're yeah. going to be in a drive through haunt that day. And I will be trying to squeeze in and watch it with you. Yep. <laughs> uh, but we're going to we're just going to watch it from my phone. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> Bette Midler is reuniting with Sarah Jessica Parker and Kathy Najimy for In Search of the Sanderson Sisters, a Hocus Pocus Halloween takeover. Halloween. And it's, it's going to be hosted by Elvira, the Mistress of the Dark. Ooh. super exciting so there's going there are going to be a few special guests uh glenn close billy eichner eichner yeah eichner. yeah uh jennifer hudson adam lambert love adam lambert john stamos you know uncle jesse's kind of <laughs> overrated at this point meryl street billy crystal samantha diaz todrick hall yes. love todrick hall Ooh. angela johnson oh my god yep alex moffitt martin short sarah silverman sophie von hasselberg thora birch omri katz doug jones and a few more surprise Ooh. guests so a hundred percent of ticket sales are actually going to benefit local parks and community Thank gardens you. in new york city that's amazing yep um so it's only 10 Ten dollars, friends, for your virtual ticket. So you can go on to. I actually found this uh, on Elvira's. I think it was on Elvira's Twitter account, but it's yeah. also on her Facebook. Well, everybody's sharing it. I've seen it posted almost everywhere. Yeah. So I mean, you can if you haven't seen it anywhere else, you can find the link for the tickets on Elvira's Facebook page or her Twitter page, whichever is more your speed. I only use mine to follow Anonymous. I'm so excited for this. I wish that there was a way like you can buy the ticket and then if you miss the time for the live feed that you could still watch it later. I do too. I mean, maybe it, I don't know. Maybe it might be possible. I don't know. Who knows? But that would be cool. If, and if that does happen, if they send you an email, let us just know. Por favor. Because <laughs> we're going to be busy that day. Yep. <laughs> So today I picked an organization to follow and donate to, Yay. and I picked Joyful Heart. So this is one that is near and dear to my heart, no pun intended. And I've done at least two of those Facebook birthday fundraisers for yes. Joyful Heart. I think may have done three, but I know I've at least done two. So for those that aren't aware, Joyful Heart was actually started by Marishka Hargitay. I, also, love it. I love saying her name. All right. Also known as Detective Olivia Benson on Law and Order Special Victims Unit. Yes. Dunk, dunk. So, dun, dun. <laughs> so when she started portraying Olivia Benson, the content of the scripts, as well as the work that she did to prepare for the role, really opened her eyes to some of the staggering statistics about sexual assault, domestic violence, and child abuse in the U.S. So that she then received hundreds and then thousands of letters and emails from survivors who disclosed their stories of abuse many of whom did so for the first time. She wanted to answer them, but the more she thought about it, she really wanted to answer them. She didn't want to just write back and say, oh no, I'm so sorry, that's awful, I hope you get help. She wanted to do something to address the suffering that these survivors described and honor their acts of courage by reaching out, their act of courage of reaching out to her. So her response was to create the Joyful Heart Foundation, which she founded in 2004, and and it is a leading national organization with a mission to transform society's response to sexual assault, domestic violence, and child abuse, and also mm. support survivors healing and provide education to help end this types of, these types of violence forever. So they carry out their mission through this very broad portfolio of ed education and advocacy. So they do a few different things, one of which uh, where they really started out was they put together retreats and they're described as being retreats for the mind, body and spirit. So these are little groups that meet specifically of survivors where uh, survivors share their stories and their experiences. There are therapists present. There are various activities to help all of these survivors start the healing process. Second way that they also help is they have a program called Healing the Healers. So Ooh. these, yeah, so these are for specifically the first responders, for the therapists, for social workers, for the frontline folks that actually witness and help 
hold space for that burden of survivors. So that's another really awesome program that they put together for the folks that are, you know, really in the thick of it. Mm-hmm. So wow. the the biggest piece that and the reason why I have tried to donate so much money to this organization is their commitment to ending the rape kit backlog. So for those of you that don't know, the United States has more than 225,000 untested rape kits that are sitting in. What? Yep. That are sitting. I think California alone has like 19,000. Wow. Yeah, it's it's absurd. So these are all sitting in police lockups, crime labs, or other storage facilities across the U.S. Many of these are not climate controlled. So while they're all sitting in storage, all of that evidence is starting to degrade, which then lessens the chance that any of these survivors are going to get justice from their attacks. Oh, my God. So um, several states actually have yet to count the number of untested rape kits in their possession, which is also really really alarming so i'm sure that there are far more than two hundred and twenty-five thousand, um if you count in all the states that haven't counted theirs oh boy yeah so in 20 yeah so in 2016 uh joyful heart actually started a site called and the i think it's endthebacklog.com or .org and they the whole goal is based on six pillars of comprehensive rape kit testing reform and their goal is to pass this eventual legislation across all 50 states in the United States so that survivors aren't just put through the trauma of one, the assault two, having a rape kit done is very violating. And it, there's no other way I can describe it other than the fact that you, you just feel completely violated. Yeah. Like you've already been violated once and then you have, you know, four other people that are coming in and running various tests and collecting various samples from all parts of your body. It's so incredibly invasive. It's awful. So you go through those two steps and then only to have your kit sit in a warehouse somewhere and your attackers never brought to justice. So Joyful Heart does so many good things. You can donate your time. You can donate your money. Um, I highly encourage you to. It's an organization that's very near and dear to my heart. So check them out. Do what you can. Support Olivia Benson. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Mariska Hargitay. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> so uh, today we're going to talk about our experience at the LA Haunted Hayride Drive-In. Drive-In, drive-in. <laughs> it just reminds me of the songs. Yep. <laughs> That, but I don't. I don't remember the other lyrics to the song. Uh, I just remember driving, driving. <laughs> so great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, we went last last Saturday, six days ago. Yes, yes, yes. And I had a wonderful time. It's great. It was good. I just like you said, um, as we were leaving, we it we were glad that we did this one second. <laughs> yeah so for, for those that didn't listen to last week's episode yet um we reviewed our urban legends haunt that we went through and i just want to call something out really quickly um if you listen to the episode one you know that we really did not care for that experience we didn't have a good time and one of our biggest criticisms was the fair carnival creepy carny section that had nothing in it and, and nothing happening Bree sent me something on Instagram <laughs> that apparently something was supposed to be happening there. Yep. And there was clowns. Just and, like what I said, yeah. we're in the car. Where's the clowns so I can yep. hide? Yep. So to Urban Legends Haunt, I would like part of my money back for my cheated experience. <laughs> she did not get to see me scream and cry about clowns being around. I know. I'm super bummed. Um, but this was much better. For yes. those that are not aware... The LA Haunted Drive-In slash Haunted Hayride is part of a parent company called 13th Floor Entertainment. They are a production company that's based in Denver, Colorado. They also have an office in Austin, Texas, and they produce tons and tons of haunts and events throughout the country. So not only do they have various haunted houses, they also have touring haunted houses and they have some year-round attractions as well so for our friends in other states there are lots of things that you can attend as well during fun spooky season not just uh southern california 
So they have 13th floor, quote unquote, 13th floor haunted houses in Chicago, Denver, Houston, Jacksonville, Phoenix, and San Antonio. They also have a City of the Dead haunted house asylum. They have Fear Farm, the LA Haunted Hayride, the House of Torment, the Old Joliet Haunted Prison, and Nashville Nightmare. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. They also have the New Orleans Nightmare and Terror on the Fox. Well, you know, I was checking out like a couple of their touring events and, you know, people who are in uh, mainly like Denver and Austin, you get to kind of see some of these cool things like the zombie apocalypse live. Then there's Slasher Fest. Uh, I'm really jealous about this one. Krampus, a haunted Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> and they also have a Valentine's Day haunted house called Love Bites. Mm-hmm. Also sad about that one because I love, I don't know about anybody else, but I love washing, watch, washing, watching um, slasher flicks on Halloween. Yeah. Especially I, like Bloody Valentine. My Bloody or, Valentine. Yep. Both versions. <laughs> yes. And, and I don't know if you watched the other, it wasn't really as scary, but uh, I guess you'd call it a thriller. It's called Valentine. I've heard of it. I don't think I've watched <gasps> it. You've never watched it? Mm-mm. Yeah, this guy goes around killing uh, girls from his high school in a Cupid mask. Oh, I support this. Why have I not watched this yet? <laughs> <laughs> and it, it has, um, what is his name? The guy, he was in Bones. But also, he was Angel. Oh, 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 David... David Boreanaz. Yeah. Yeah, hot guy. Yes, him. That guy. I liked Angel. Oh, yeah, sorry, I kind of gave away the ending. Anyway. You just ruined the end game. (laughs) I sure did. (laughs) I told the whole story. Ruined the I mean, honestly, if you watch this trailer, you'd be like, oh, okay, I saw the whole movie. I do like David Boreanaz. But anyway, but... 13th floor has some really cool stuff. Yeah, they do. So check them out. And typically for those that have, for those that may not be native to the LA area, we thought it would be fun to give you a little bit of background on what you can normally expect from the LA haunted hayride before, you know, COVID. And then I'm assuming after COVID, it's not going to end. Let's be real. I think that, (laughs) We're just going to kind of learn to live with this, like the flu. I'm sure there will be a vaccine and then every year we'll have to get a COVID vaccine. But I don't know that I see this ever going away. No. And even if it did, we're just going to have a bunch of anti-vaxxers that are not going to get it. Like measles, when measles was pretty much eradicated and then made a resurgence. So I don't understand people. Nobody likes science. (laughs) I like science. Well. When it works for me. Right. (laughs) So, uh, hopefully we'll be able to attend the Haunted Hayride next year, but, you know, TBD, depending on the pandemic. Because I haven't gone with you. No, you haven't. (laughs) Every time I couldn't go. No. (laughs) I mean, I'm glad I made this one, but it's not the typical no it's definitely not typical (laughs) so the normal haunted hay ride has a handful of mazes i think it's got three or four maybe five um and then they're all outdoors which is super fun there is horror trivia that plays on the screen when you walk in there is obviously the haunted hay ride itself which takes you through the abandoned griffith park zoo and there's also a scary go round, which is a wonderful <laughs> skeleton horse carousel. I know, so much fun. Oh, it's so cool. They they have great merch. I actually usually buy a couple things each year because even though I work in marketing, I'm a marketing department's wet dream and every clever marketing ploy 100% works on me. It's ridiculous. Yes. So, I always buy merch. They have snacks. They have fun little shows that take place on stage and there's great scare actors. So the normal mazes are hosted in Griffith Park, which is in the Los Feliz area of Los Angeles. And it's an awesome park most of the year. It's got obviously the observatory. It's got all kinds of fun stuff. So for those that are out of state, have never been, or for our international listeners, the park is enormous. It covers 4,310 acres for those of you in the U.S., that's big Mm -hmm. for our international friends that equates to 1,740 hectares where American metric doesn't work for us. (laughs) 
because we're not smart. Um, so it's it's pretty big. It's one of the largest urban parks in North America, and it's the second largest city park in California after Mission Trails Preserve in San Diego, which is also enormous. And it's the 11th largest municipally owned park in the United States. Wow. Yep. Translation, it's big. Yeah, huge. Yep. Um, so the park actually has a number of various attractions. So one being the Los Angeles Zoo. So there's technically two zoos. One, there's the abandoned LA Zoo that the hayride itself goes through when the haunted hayride is open. But then there's also the large, beautiful, glorious Los Angeles Zoo. They've got tigers. It's yeah, great. They do. Mm-hmm. And it also has the Autry Museum of the American West, the Griffith Observatory, and most notably, the famous Hollywood sign. That you can't really get that close to. No, anymore. you can't. It's all uh, chained off. Because people. Because people were dumb and did dumb things. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So, obviously due to its presence in several films, it is among the most famous municipal parks in North America. And just as a side note, if you do attend the L.A. Haunted Hayride in the future, if it comes back, and I'm sure it will, yeah. parking is a pain in the ass. It really is. It really is. <laughs> it's terrible. And you have to hike and trek up hills from parking to the actual hayride. So my tips, wear comfortable shoes. I wear boots. Yes. Please do not show up in random open-toed shoes yeah, no or sandals. sandals yeah please don't wear heels uh please don't drink irresponsibly <laughs> i feel like that's a note for like any haunted house <laughs> yeah i mean it's because it's it's a park so You're there right. are there's critter holes whether they be snakes or gophers or ground squirrels i mean whatever they may be there's lots of holes from critters it's dark so it's difficult to see it's dirty because park and ground and dirt yep so please wear closed toed shoes and please drink responsibly and bring a sweater because sometimes it gets deceptively chilly out here in los angeles but not right now no not with the hot wind <laughs> it's terrible <laughs> i follow all these people on instagram that live on the east coast and they're all cute in their cozy little leaf sweaters and all their leaves changing yeah <sighs> stop posting your pictures no because <laughs> guess what southern california looks the same all yep. year round we don't change we don't change maybe our clothes but that's about it right but even then <laughs> but even when it drops below 70 i go get a sweater and then people laugh at me <laughs> for a while there when i was traveling to minnesota for work and it was like 50 outside i was taking a really big jacket with me and the guys would pick me up from the airport in freaking flip-flops and shorts I'm like yeah. what's wrong with you <laughs> yeah that was me going to school and college uh, college in michigan mm-hmm <laughs> coming back here all messed up <laughs> freaking clothes but for the the drive-through experience um they actually moved the event to benelli yeah benelli regional park in san dimas also where raging waters is located so many summers spent at raging waters <laughs> as a child yeah i okay i will say three years ago was like the first time i ever went there actually like to a water park in general it was weird you know water <laughs> parks have kind of always um freaked me out a little bit because i'm a little bit of a germaphobe and even yeah. as a kid you know going to raging waters or uh i don't even know if fiesta village is still open i don't know if the pandemic killed it but you you, you were in the inbred empire for a little bit do you remember fiesta village is right off of the mm. 215 freeway oh yes yeah they had i think they only had like three water slides but i mean yeah. you know that's too it's, small it's fine i'd feel more better with other ones but also i just didn't like standing in all the lines <laughs> no i had the vip and it didn't really help me that no. much um but anyway but it's pretty much where raging waters is pretty cool mm -hmm. check out raging waters whenever that opens back up which is probably never as long as covid's around yeah. <laughs> um so tickets um they were selling tickets open for uh september 25th to november 1st and actually um it may be gone by now 
um, or by the time they still you have listen some to this, available. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was gonna say they still I have tickets today. available, and they added um, some shows too. They added uh, midnight showings. Yes, which I thought I was like, oh, that would have been cool. And hopefully, maybe it's spookier. I don't know. But I'm <laughs> tired. Yeah. I don't know that I could stay up that late anymore. I know. I'm like, I hit 37. I'm like, oh, it's 10 o'clock. I got to go to bed. <laughs> I have to be up early for work and work drains me. Yeah. Oh. Now well, the sun goes down. I'm like, ooh, PJs. Mm-hmm. It's so boring. PJs and bad TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> got to watch my stories. <laughs> so great. I feel really old now. Um, anyway. <laughs> um, so ticket prices are for two people. And backseat passes are available for all other participants for nine ninety nine. Just so you know. So if you got two people that are riding in the back, that's twenty dollars. Yep. And that's it's very important to note because it was a little confusing buying our tickets mm-hmm. and trying to figure out what I needed to buy when they went on sale. Um, because I didn't know how popular this was going to be. So as soon as the announcement went out that they were going to be on sale at, you know, 10 a.m. the following day, I set my alarm on my phone. I was on it like stink on shit because I I assumed it was going to sell out pretty quickly. And it looks like it has pretty quickly to the point where they've had to add additional shows. Um, but it's really important to note when you see the pricing on their website, that is for two bodies. Yeah, only two. Yes. And then you have to buy the add-on tickets. Yes. If you have other bodies in your trunk that are living, not dead. If they're dead bodies in your trunk, obviously it's not a problem. But <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> that's amazing. Um, so the standard ticket is forty nine dollars, and that uh, that will get you pretty much kind of like rows six and seven, which is kind of the very back. The very very back. Yeah. And then preferred is $69.99, and that's rows four and five. The VIP, which is what we did, right? Yeah, we yes, did that. Yes, we did VIP. You are correct. <laughs> yes, yeah. I just want to make sure. <laughs> um, which was $89.99, and we got rows two and three. So when they say, when they give you like two rows, that means show up early. Yes. <laughs> if you want that front row, like yes. of your ticket price, mm-hmm. just so you know. Um, and we were lucky we did get row two, so that was nice. <laughs> um and then uh there's also the platinum which is 199.99 and that's the front row with the hayride experience basically you will be sitting in chairs that is has kind of like the the hay bales in there like this is what you would experience if you went to the actual um haunted hayride if it was in griffith park you'd be sitting on bales of hay pretty much but this one had like the same kind of um wagon and it had some nice chairs for you to sit in and and i noticed too when we were there like a lot of the scare actors were really um up there yeah like really in the front yeah but i mean i'm not saying that we didn't get any action oh we got a lot we did <laughs> we got a lot we of got action. a lot of action <laughs> Oh boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they also have a uh, merch available for pickup at the hunt or a delivery to your home. And I actually, after we went, I looked online um, at their merch. They really do have some cute stuff. I ordered the monster mail shirt because I thought it was really, really cute. Yeah. And, you know, I need more spooky t-shirts. Like, I need a hole in the head, but. Here, I just don't need any t-shirts. Here we are. Oh, yep. hey, BT Dubs, before you leave tonight, don't let me forget. I have a couple of t-shirts for you. Oh. Yay. Yay. I like shopping at the store of Sarah Morgan. It's a, <laughs> I great, don't it's a great store. Anymore. Can you use it? Um, yep. And then they also... <laughs> the answer's going to be yes. <laughs> and then I think I ordered the tote, too. They had a really cool Oh, yeah, tote. that was with the, the um, pumpkin. Right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. They got, they've got a mask. I think that's it. They have a few shirts. They, they actually have several shirts. They had some really cute stuff in mm-hmm. there. So check them out. Um, even if you don't go and you're looking for some spooky merch, that's definitely one place you can go. Mm-hmm. Get some cute shirts. Well, and when you get there, so so the theme of the drive-in, drive-through, drive-in, it's kind of a combination of both. <laughs> the theme is, is haunted drive-in at the Midnight Theater in Midnight Falls. And it's hosted by your MC, Monty Revolta. It's the greatest name ever. I mean, that's like a, <laughs> like a, a, if, if roller derby, 
if if someone made a B horror movie about roller derby, there would be a referee named Monty Revolta. Yep. And 100%. I feel like if anybody from Derby goes to this event, they're probably going to steal that name. If it hasn't already taken. Should check the site. For those of you that didn't know, when you start playing roller derby, you have to register your derby name (laughs) so that nobody else can take it. (laughs) As I'm looking, as you're talking Mm -hmm. about it. Um, So once you get there, you exit the freeway and go into the regional park, Manelli Regional Park. And once you get up to the front, there are a couple of attendants that will then separate you into different lanes based on the type of ticket that you purchased. So you need to arrive no more than 40 minutes before your scheduled showtime and no later than 15 minutes before your scheduled showtime. So if your showing is at 8 o'clock, you need to be there between 7.20 and 7.45. If you're not there, they will not, quote unquote, seat your car for the show. Oh. So that's very important to know. You got to hit that window. Because, and obviously, as Brie mentioned, show up early if you didn't get platinum and you want to be in the primo spot for the ticket that you bought, then show up early so that you can be in that, the front of those two rows. Yes. So once you get there, you're then separated and it's worth noting, and I'll mention this a couple of times, this event was so well staffed. Yes. And very organized. Incredibly organized. It there was, could have been so many things that could have gone wrong with it, this. It was a breath of fresh air after the Urban Legends haunt that we went to, which yeah. was poorly staffed and poorly organized. This was awesome. There were tons of people that were there to tell you where you needed to go. They had all of the lanes organized based on tickets. So we got we got there, we got situated into our little lane, and then some folks came by to scan our tickets. So obviously they scanned the main ticket plus the three backseat tickets because we took our friends, our lovely friends, the Windsors, <laughs> Alex and Patrick's, and then our wonderful friend, Demetria. So we had all of our tickets ready. They scanned us in. They asked if we had any merch pre-ordered because if we did, they would have delivered that. Um, and then we waited. So once we were then scanned in, we were escorted through the town of Midnight Falls. It was so great. Oh, it was awesome. Um, (laughs) We actually posted several Instagram stories and... I added a little highlight reel on our Instagram feed. So oh, perfect. If, yeah. So if you go to the Squad Ghouls IG, you can just see. I don't remember if I called it LA Hayride. That sounds like something I would probably do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm pretty. I think that's what it says. But I know that the the highlight reels also really limit your characters that you're allowed to use, which is BS. Yes, I called it LA Hayride. <laughs> <laughs> but so, I, I really like how they were entertaining us through the you know pretty much like kind of getting us corralled in Mm -hmm. like while we were waiting to do that like you know kind of like waiting in line you know at any kind of haunted event like they gave us things to like you know take pictures of or take video like Mm -hmm. we were entertained as we were you know kind of driving through and waiting in line yep so for those that have attended the la hayride in years past the little buildings that make up the town of midnight falls uh aligned this road so as you're all being escorted into the show the prior group behind you is being escorted out yeah so you get to see there's stuff going on on both sides of the road and you don't have to worry about feeling cheated out of one side or the other because when you leave you're gonna see the opposite side yeah but they did a great job with animatronics the lighting was awesome they had fog there was music i mean there were there were spooky noises there was a lot of really great ambiance and we took a lot of video in our stories so be sure to check those out so that you can see but i mean leaps and bounds above the urban legends haunt that we went to two weeks back exactly amazing yeah i i was far more entertained oh hell yeah (laughs) for sure and mm-hmm. I mean, and just like I said, just the, it was just so organized. It was. It looked like they knew, like, they just had it very planned out, mm-hmm. like how it was going to go. You didn't see really like any mistakes. At least I didn't notice anything. Mm-hmm. I no, was just, I didn't I was either. too busy, like, 
just trying to look at everything. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, but it, and it was great. It was very, very well orchestrated. When you're going through the town of Midnight Falls, you go really, really slowly, so you don't have to worry about missing out on things. Um, and there are so many attendants to get you to where you needed to go. So once you make your way into or through the town, I should say, you're then parked in this little pseudo drive-in. And depending on the ticket that you bought, so we got parked and all of the cars, it's important to know, are socially distant. And if your windows are down, then you are required to wear a mask. Yes. Important. And once you get parked, you have to tune. Well, you don't have to. If your windows are down, you can still hear it. Their sound system was really great. Um, but you have the option of tuning your FM radio to a specific channel so that you can hear what's going on. Yeah. It was great. Um, And then it's also important to know that while you're parked, I I always love when they do the horror trivia. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. So for (laughs) as I mentioned in the actual L.A. Haunted Hayride, there's a big screen that has different horror trivia listed on it. Um, So they have that. They have little spooky ads. They have some Crypt TV shorts that play. And until your show starts, this is there to entertain you. Yes. If you need to use the restroom while we're there, because Mother Nature calls, we all need a bio break every so often. Yep, I drink too much water. Yep. <laughs> they have porta potties. Yes. They don't have an actual bathroom. It's important to note the porta potties are not lit. Sit uh-huh. at your own risk. <laughs> I mean, but that's for like any porta potty. Yeah, it was. <laughs> They, they they were a little worse for the wear. I mean, I, I bring seat covers. Yeah, I I lined. I there well there were none in the porta potties. Oh no. Um, yeah, so I I lined with uh, multiple layers of paper towels and such before okay. I went in. Oh, that's good. Yeah, because yeah, that's a bad day, especially oh, during man. the pandemic. Yeah. So they have porta potties as the bathrooms. As my only complaint. And they have hand-washing stations. But they also have sanitizing stations after you're done. So I felt a little bit better about oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, once they got pretty much in, everybody in and comfortable, parked and, you know, had our uh, lights off and all that, they started the show. And we got to meet Monty Revolta and all the uh, his spooky friends. <laughs> I really liked the, uh, the zombie... Um, movie usher that was my favorite yeah (laughs) but uh he opened with a huge musical number and then all of a sudden kind of in the middle of the song he lets us know here comes all his monster friends and they pretty much all came out and they were pretty they were going everywhere so even if you were in the back i mean i wasn't looking behind me but I could see some in your uh, rear mirror, Sarah, them coming down the aisles. Mm-hmm. So they were everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel like anybody got cheated. Yes, the very, very front row, I would say, got the most of the show. But hey, they paid $199. Right. <laughs> so they should, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> um I, I think if they do this next time like maybe i might just try to pitch in a lot so that we can all sit up there and kind of you know i i am a little sad seeing the platinum experience because when i was buying tickets i was going really it's more than double the price mm-hmm. for what and now you see why now i see why and it, it, <laughs> it looked like it would have been worth it yeah because I felt like there were a lot of, there were more monsters up there. Mm-hmm. But I mean, again, not saying that we got super cheated because we did get a lot of action too, which was nice. But again, I, I wasn't in the very back, so I don't know how the very back row feels. But if you were there and you experienced it, let us know. <laughs> because I want to see how, you know, everybody in every ticket level kind of, you know, had what what their experience was like Mm -hmm. um but after he would finish musical number he would play these uh little short spooky movies from uh it was crypt tv correct so for for the diehard horror fans i'm sure you're all very familiar with crypt tv there are i think hundreds of little short videos on youtube if you are not familiar i highly suggest that you subscribe because it's a really good way to burn a couple hours in the afternoon (laughs) 
if you're mm-hmm. if you're really running out of things to watch on Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime and Shutter and Shutter, here's another one for you can watch. Yeah, Crypt TV. It's been around for a minute. Um, so they played. I think four Crypt TV shorts. Yes. And in between each of those Crypt TV shorts, there were a mix of musical numbers. My personal favorite was mm-hmm. Let's Do Wop and yep. Die. I was going to say that's my favorite. My Because that's the only favorite. one I really like just remember like it's the one that stuck to me (laughs) well and i was really surprised and i remember saying something to alex and patrick because they were both from uh chicagoland it's like you know i'm really surprised that they didn't just throw extra money at svenguli to get svenguli to host this thing (laughs) i mean but i thought monty revolta was good monty revolta was all right i liked the character it was pretty cool but they have other little fun uh, vignettes in between the Crypt TV shows. So things like they, uh, to give you a little bit of background on the guillotine. Uh, oh, and, yes. And for those of you that never <laughs> took a European history class in high school or college, you probably didn't know that the guillotine was invented during the French Revolution. But yes, that's where it came from. And if yep. you didn't know before that, I did because I unfortunately had to take some very long European history classes yep. in college. I did Not too. unfortunately. It's very interesting. But dear God, keeping track of all those damn monarchs. <laughs> there, it's way too much. There are a lot of countries and a lot of monarchs with too many Roman numerals at the mm-hmm. end. It exactly. got real, real confusing real fast. I was just like, are we done with this yet? Mm-hmm. <laughs> nope. We still have like 50 other ones to talk about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it goes back a lot farther than the baby United States that's only a few hundred years old. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. It God. goes back to the very beginning. So there were a lot more monarchs to keep straight. But yes, for those of you that didn't know, the guillotine, French Revolution, that's where it came from. Aha. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. But I didn't know that, though. Yes, I did, too. <laughs> but I just like how they had the mix of the little, like, kind of fun facts. And, I mean, I call them fun. Other people probably call them gross. But mm-hmm. um, And then, you know, in between the movies, you know, he had his his little fun songs but yeah definitely the the do and die was my favorite same i was actually trying to <laughs> find it to download it mm-hmm. <laughs> um and you know then after like and then at the end there was this you know he had the huge musical number there was all kind of lights and you know that was the cool thing too is i love the lighting uh that they were doing that really kind of pulled you in um um, another thing that helped too was even even though you were like trying to pay attention to the the movies, they still had the scare actors walking around. Mm-hmm. So sometimes they would kind of catch you. I mean, I never got caught. I, I felt like one was kind of flirting with me <laughs> because he kept coming back over with his skull head and like pointing to me. I'm like, hey, <laughs> wanna come over here? <laughs> I'm like, come on over, come hang out. We're cool people. <laughs> but um i love the big you know finale number i love the dancers at the top of the stage dancing with the dead bodies that was pretty cool (laughs) um yeah during the doo-wop and die number that was the best (laughs) but i mean at the end uh i I don't know i'm just like overall i think it was really really good and even having us drive out was also very super organized yes i thought it was super duper easy then the traffic control was yeah on point i mean yeah it took us a, a minute to get out but like we were talking about before you still had that other side of midnight falls to kind of you know little town set up to look at so we had entertainment on our drive out too and even as we were driving out some of the scare monsters were kind of at the exit yes like <laughs> waving goodbye wish we could have gone out and take a picture real I quick know. but that's fine. I know, I understand social distancing and all. And I know that sometimes, like at least for me, when you're leaving someplace, so let's say you've you went to a concert or you went to the Staples Center. I, well, I mean that's just a an example. If you went right. to a concert or a sporting event um, or anything like that, when you're leaving and you're trying to get out, and traffic control is just a bitch, you find yourself getting so grumpy and mm-hmm. so impatient to get out. This was so well organized yeah. that I wasn't feeling that way at all. No. And knowing that there was a whole other side of spooky stuff in Midnight Falls to see as I was leaving, <laughs> I really wasn't mad about it. Yeah. When I saw the cones, I got a little worried. <laughs> I thought you were going to have PTSD from oh, the other man. one. <laughs> the fucking Mario Kart ride from hell. 
but I was happy to see that you were okay with the cones this time. Yeah, I, I did not feel like I was back in driving school 20 years ago. Yeah, oh gosh. I mean, but like I said, overall, I really enjoyed it. I know there's some mixed reviews out there about it, but I have to say, after going to the um, Urban Legends in in Orange County and then going to this one... I'm just happy we did the other one first. <laughs> and, you know, here's... here's I, my... I feel like I still would have liked it if we did this one first. I mean, because oh, yeah, it, yeah. it was entertaining, at least. It was, but I think that I would have been 900 times more disappointed in Orange County. if You know, I feel like it would have, because of the chronology of mm-hmm. visits, I feel like it would have kind of dinged my halloween season oh, as opposed yeah. to you know we started off on a low note but then i had something else to look forward to mm-hmm. and then going and and you know we had we had some friends that went that weren't super excited about the la hayride so getting those reviews i'm going well shit did i just waste my money yeah. again because after two weeks ago or a week ago i really don't want to do that but going to this after it it has put my Halloween season back yeah. on a high note. And and I have to say too, with the production value, worth the, the ticket price. One hundred percent. And we had five people in our car. And it's important to note that all of us have been quarantining safely. Yes. And when we have gone out, we've been wearing masks. We have been washing our hands and sanitizing. So the group of people that we went with was a very trusted small group. And we did caravan down with another group of friends, but everybody just stayed with their little collectives. Mm -hmm. So there was no intermingling. And I think that it's important to note that you're not going to get the Halloween haunt experience that you are used to this year. So I feel like a lot of the negative reviews are coming from people wanting a one-to-one comparison of what we had last year. Right. But it's not going to be that way because number one, you're in a car. Yes. I I don't know. Like maybe... for some people, it might be more scary with somebody jumping up to your car, but I don't know. That doesn't really do it for me. No. And, you know, Put going... a spider in my car, then something else would happen. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'll be gone. Burn the car down. But I think that it's important for us to all level set our expectations that we're not going to get that. Halloween's not canceled, so please stop saying it's canceled. Right. But you're not going to get the experience that you're used to if you are a frequenter of the various haunts and mazes and so forth. Right. So just know that going into it. You're not going to have the pants scared off of you. Nobody's going to jump out at you. It's not going to be nearly as long of an experience as you're used to. Right. But it's also not going to cost you as much money because we had five people. Mm-hmm. We spent $90. Well, and I think I had a coupon, so it wasn't $90. Um, but between, you know, the th- the 30 bucks plus the 80 or whatever it ended up being with the coupon. Right. Split five ways. It was really cheap. Yeah. So, and, it, you know, just cheap tickets and gas to get down there is nothing compared to i'm used to spending what eight eight or nine hundred dollars during spooky season between queen mary knots because we always go crazy vip at knots yep universal has consistently been 200 bucks for vip more than that last year we didn't pay well yeah 200 well because your friend finagled some things oh because we got the group rate Because we got the group rate. Well, and last year we went... But also, I told him the year before that sucked, so we should get a discount. Well, last year, I remember buying our tickets for the fan preview night. And fan preview night was cheaper yeah, than all the other ones. Yeah. So, we've been able to, you know, kind of condense some spooky activities. But we go to those three. The Hayride, you know, that's another 50 or 60 bucks on top of that. Um, and there's a couple of other things that we do going to pumpkin patches. So spooky season gets expensive. Yeah. We have to budget all year. <laughs> yes. It costs. I have, I have like a separate savings for this. Yep. <laughs> I start, I start putting money aside in January cause it's, cause it's, you know, yeah. between eight and a thousand, 800 and a thousand bucks every year. Well, yeah. And then don't forget we got, you know, season screamings and then there's, yeah. you know, son of monster palooza, monster palooza. Mm-hmm. yeah midsummer scream yeah there's there's so much there's a lot so (laughs) it's it's important to note that this is 
I, f- I feel like for the price that you pay for this experience, it's a great value. Yeah. Go into it knowing that you're not going to get a one-to-one of the mazes and haunts that you're used to. Mm-hmm. But that's why your ticket price is far less expensive. Right. And it's just supposed to be a fun, fun little spooky outing with friends. So know that when you buy your ticket, it's not going to be 100% the same. And it was kind of like a long um showing like i felt like it was longer than the oc haunt it was definitely longer i mean what like say 30 40 minutes the show itself was about 40 minutes yeah the drive-through add in what like 15 minutes 15 20 minutes yeah yeah, getting in and out so know that and it was really enjoyable i was Uh, yeah i was really impressed with this it was cute it was fun um it put my spooky season back on a high yeah. note i was very excited and when you're that. with good people too it makes it more fun oh hell well. yeah so yeah even i mean like i said even though we didn't really like the last one i still had fun because i was with all you cool people oh yeah we so. had a gr- we had a great time we just we spent the day screwing around with our wonderful friend nicole that we love so dearly um and we don't get to see as much as we would want to because pandemic So we had a great time just screwing around with her. We got some great food. We picked up Anthony, another really (laughs) awesome person. And then we went down and the car ride, great conversation and a lot of fun. We almost got taken out like six times by crazy drivers. (laughs) But that's just L.A. and Orange County driving. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Crazy five freeway. Yeah. (laughs) You know, hanging out with friends for that one was the best part because the the haunt itself really sucked. Right. (laughs) But I like how we were just kind of all, like, making fun of it the whole time. Gosh. I think that's what made it, f- like, fun for me, at least. I don't know. Yeah. And the glow sticks. For, yeah. the, for the rave at our, the end. Our little rave. Our, <laughs> our Rob Zombie and Skrillex right. dance party. But, I mean, but that's why also, like, this one even more. Because, I mean, this one was f- far more entertaining. But also just entertaining because we had, you know, a good group of people. And we all kind of, I feel like went into it with an open mind knowing that we may not be as scared and i feel like in our car we kind of had the people that like really need a good fright to actually be scared okay maybe not alex (laughs) (laughs) but because she she jumped like one time i think um but i mean overall i think they did a really good job with this one like i said i know there's a lot of mixed reviews but I had a good time. I did too. I would go to this again. Yes, I I absolutely would. And I, I want to sit in the front. Time. <laughs> yeah, if we did it again, I would I would opt to do the front. Yeah. I I will go with you on that for sure. Yes. For sure. But yes. yeah, I mean I mean, okay, so we're we doing 1 out of 5 screams or we're we going to do 1 out of 10 screams what out of five okay i I give it a four out of five okay i agree four yep now that is again looking through the lens of it's not the haunt that you're used to yeah so know that well you went to hayride last year Mm -hmm. what screams would you give last year's hayride three aha three It, it you know it I didn't was, get to go, so <laughs> I had to hear everything from you guys. So <laughs> Yeah, it was it was fun. It was cute. Um I would have liked a little more out of it mm-hmm. because you you gotta remember too, they're competing with the Queen Marys, the Knots, the Universals of the world. Mm-hmm. Um so that being said, it it doesn't quite stand up to those events, but they hit a home run this holiday season. Our, yeah. I I feel like they did a great job. I thought it was really fun. Yeah. yeah I had a great de- time. Definitely four out of five. Yeah. And if you still can go get tickets, go check it out. Yeah. I was perusing when I was doing uh, the research for this episode, and they still had some tickets available. Oh, awesome. So go check it out. I highly recommend it. Do the platinum and let us know how it is. I know. Please. After seeing it, I kind of wish we would have done it. <laughs> But I also uh, would like to hear from people who were in like rows five, six, and seven. Yeah, man. Or I'm I'm sorry, I took out four. Excuse me. <laughs> Row four, five, and uh, six, and seven. Four is my derby number. Don't take out the four. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I apologize. 
can't take you because we were we were like in the two three uh section and i like i said like i feel like we got the step down of attention Okay. from from the first row so that's why i said i didn't you know think we were cheated at all Mm-mm. um but yeah if you if you guys are attending and you're sitting in those other rows please give us your review let us know if you actually had a lot of the scare actors back there um or not we'd like to know inquiring minds would like to know yes we would <laughs> Well, thanks for listening, folks. That concludes today's episode. Don't forget to rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Our handle is at the squad ghouls. We don't have a Twitter. We should make a Twitter. Oh, good idea. We'll need to. Mm-hmm. We have merch. Yes. Buy our merch. Please. Fanny yes. packs. Dog sweaters. Yeah. Shorts. It's it's maybe going to get cold. If you're on the East Coast, <laughs> it's already cold. So get some stuff. Bundle your doggy up. <laughs> your dog is cold. <laughs> right. What am I forgetting? I feel like there's another sign off I'm forgetting. Oh. Oh, also, um, email us your ideas, <gasps> yeah! please. Yeah, 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 that part. And like I said, if you and and if you're in other states and countries, please, if you have any haunt that you went to, we would love to hear about it. So please we'll share with us. Yeah, lots. and we'll share. We love to talk. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will go on and on, especially with caffeine in me. Oh yeah. So yeah, please email us the squaggles at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Creep it real, and we'll scare you later. Goodbye. Bye.